Okay. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy game weekend. day. Happy game day. It's fucking game day. Chip Kelly's back. Why are we doing a podcast on game day? I don't know. We should just be. We waited too long. Yeah, we did. It was supposed to be last time. Apologies. But yeah, we're here. We're going to give our NFL picks today. We're going to do midseason grades because we're like halfway through the NFL yeah, season at week, this point. This is week nine now, right? Yeah, week nine. Um, we'll give NFL midseason grades, see how teams are doing. And before that, we're going to talk a little bit. We went to a Blazers game yep. on Thursday. Thursdays because it's a TNT game. It was. So it was Blazers Pelicans. Unfortunately, no Anthony Davis. Meaning we have to go back next time Anthony Davis comes yeah. to Portland. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. It was kind of disappointing. It was one of those things where, like, you always hear people on TV talk about how, like, stars resting hurts yeah. the fans. And you don't realize it till you go, and Anthony and, Davis doesn't and you are one of the, And you are one of the fans that, like, yeah. wants Anthony Davis. We just got to go through the Blazers schedule and just start circling games. Mm-hmm. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday, because Giannis. Giannis is coming to Portland. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to go some games. I think next Sunday we're planning on going to the Celtics games. Yes. Um, Motor Center? Pretty Pretty nice. nice. Most comfortable seats I think I've ever sat in at a professional sporting event. I mean, I've only been to three places. I've been to the Garden, I've been to Amway Center in Orlando, and I've been here in Portland. And honestly, it might be the nicest arena. Yeah. I love the Garden. It'll always be my favorite. <laughs> Same. Just for atmosphere. But in terms of like the actual building, Motor Center are really nice. I like how they bring in bulk food, yeah. sizzle pie. You know, it's a small building. And the roof is kind of short to the third level, so it retains the sound well. Yeah, I mean, we were, like, way up in the back, too, and we were, like, yeah. not even... I mean, I wouldn't say it's a packed house on Thursday night, but it got pretty loud at some points. Yeah, especially towards the end, game time, you know. Yeah, the game wasn't super close. The Blazers ended up winning by, what, around not, 15. Not less than 10. Not less than 10. for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, not less than 10. Can I blame um, Anthony Davis for losing my parlay for of me? Of course you can. Yep. I, I mean, I, who else did you blame? Yeah. Not yourself. Not yourself. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I guess we'll jump into lines then. Um, Week nine lines. We got some big games this week. Yeah, we do have some big games. A lot of good primetime games, which Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for. Me too. Really excited. Um, We're just going to go in order. We use MyBookie as a gambling site. Yep. Um, so we're just going to go in order of the games. I think it's based on time. Also, before we before we start, make sure to give uh, at underscore studio 2209 a follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Got to get the Twitter handle out there. We'll have some content. That's like where you guys can uh, listen to the podcast on Twitter, link it, you know. That'll be a majority, like the big place that we put all the podcasts every time we release a new one. That's where you go if you have social media. Go on Twitter. Just look at our we, most recent pin. Yeah. Our, look at our pin tweet and that'll be the most recent podcast yep. we put out. We're just going to start with the Twitter. We might put a poll out on Twitter soon to see if we want to do like Instagram or anything else like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but for now, it'll be Twitter where you can find it unless you just go to your podcast app like SoundCloud right now. And then hopefully later the next week, Apple Pods. Yeah. Those will refresh just like they normally would. But if you if you check social media, then go follow that Twitter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's do lines. First game, um, Detroit at Minnesota. Vikings favored by six points. When it opened up, I want to say it was Vikings minus four and a half. Mm-hmm. Was that the beginning of the week that I saw? Honestly, I still think I still think I'm rolling Vikings here. I think we're gonna go Vikings here too. They got. I, I mean, mean any time like uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But it's in Minnesota. I don't. They just traded Golden Tate. Yeah, I don't think that's great for like the locker room vibe. I mean, for a team that's supposedly still in like the playoff race to be like trading probably your best receiver. It's not a good. Good signal for them. In I terms get they of don't like they're still him, going for it for the playoffs. You know they might be kind of 
not punting completely on this team, but on this season. Also, Vikings last week played prime time. Everyone was watching it, did not play their best football. I think that also kind of charges them up this week a little bit more. Yep, I agree with that. So I think we'll both go with Vikings minus six. Yes. Next game, Chiefs at Cleveland. Uh, Chiefs are favored by 10. I'm taking. Take the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs. Take no the Chiefs. No-brainer. Yeah. Um, over under 52 and a half. Honestly, I'd take the under. Just because yeah. I don't think Cleveland's going to score that many points. That Chiefs defense is brutal, but... Although, what do we... I mean, the Browns did just fire their, head, their head coach and their offensive coordinator. So and I usually, know. sometimes, you know, teams have a bounce-back game after they fire their head coach. For whatever, I don't know how that works, but it happens. Greg Williams could have them fired up. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're at home. Still take Chiefs them, still take them to homes in the yeah, Chiefs, still, minus 10. Still take the Chiefs, yeah. but if the Browns win, there's, there's your reason. Yeah. Um, next game, Steelers <laughs> at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by two. I like I like the Steelers to win this straight up. I really do. That offense has been rolling lately. Antonio Brown's back. James Conner's been beasting. I'm taking Baltimore minus two. You're going Baltimore minus two. I think Steelers on the road are a different team than they are at home. I have a lot of friends that are Steelers fans. You know, I rag them a lot because they're Steelers, Steelers fans. But they keep telling me that home, this is a good team. But on the road, it's kind of a toss-up. Baltimore has a good defense. One of Best in the NFL. One of that they got exposed last week. I will say by uh, Cam Newton, but yeah, I think that and I think the Steelers' offense is considerably better than the Panthers' offense is. I think it's a bounce back game for Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore here. Steelers plus two. Take the points. And then we have Tampa Bay at Carolina. Carolina favored by six and a half. I'm surprised this line isn't bigger. Honestly, this game. I was. I've been thinking about this game a while this week. Uh, as a Panthers fan, I'm nervous. Fitzmagic. That, I think Nervous, that team rallies really. behind Fitzmagic way, way better than they rallied behind Jameis. Well, yeah, that's true, but it's still Tampa Bay. It's still and Tampa Carolina Bay. Carolina has looked really good in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I don't think – I think the Panthers will probably win, but they're not the most consistent team in the NFL as we've seen the last few years. Tampa Bay can put up points with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Panthers offense, every once in a while it has a game where it can. They just can't get anything going. The Bucks defense is bad, but – I'm taking the Panthers, but I would be a little weary of a full touchdown. Now, over-under at 55, what do you think of that? Because 55. I look at that and I think, mm, maybe I take the over. I would think I, I would feel over. like this could be a shootout game. Yeah. I think over. I think the Panthers will probably put up around 30. Bucks, I think, will put up at least 20, 25 in there. So, it can get you close. Okay. All right. Next game. Jets at Miami. Another AFC East game that no one knows what's going to happen. No, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, I mean, Darnold's look really good at home. This is in Miami. Dolphins favored by two and a half. I'm not betting on this game. I'm, oh, I would advise everyone not to bet on this game. If you're listening to this and you're betting on this game, stop. Stop what you're doing. Delete <laughs> your account. Get off your laptop. Go for a walk. Yeah, no. Don't bet on this game. But if, probably, you really if I had feel, to, I'd if you have a bad Miami. addiction... I'd leave Miami. Miami. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. It's just Darnold on the road. Kenyon Drake runs the ball. He's been good the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, like, take Miami if you have to, but stay away. Yeah. Uh, next game, Falcons at the Redskins. Redskins this is an interesting one for me. I, this, this is an interesting one. for me, too. One. I'm telling you, I think Atlanta is going to fuck some teams. I kind of I was thinking that this week, too. I was thinking the exact same thing this week. Their offense is still good. I know the defense isn't it's the a defense is right bad now, but, but like washington is not a team that's going to put 35 on you you know with alex smith and adrian peterson and very limited perimeter threats i agree it's not like it's the same i know it's in washington but i think i would take falcons plus two i think i would too 
Yeah. And gotta take move the line if you can. Too. If you can move it, making a pick them or yes. you know something yeah. along those lines. But I I like Atlanta. Yeah, I do too. All right. Next up, Chicago at Buffalo. Chicago favored by ten and a half. Peterman, Still not big enough. This is the Nathan, Nathan Peterman, Peterman special. He'll give you seven on a pick six, another seven on a pick on his side of the field that you'll just be able to get a few points off of. Do yeah. you really want to bet on Nathan Peterman? No. No. So Bears, not a chance. Ten and a half. I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm taking if you can throw the Bears in every teaser you do this yeah. week. Yeah. That's my advice. Oh, yeah. Get it to what? Four and a half? Four and a half. Any, do a seven-point teaser if you really feel uncomfortable about it. But the Bears are going to win this game. And they're going to win by a lot. Yeah, they need to. If the, if this is a legit playoff team like we kind of think they might be, then this is mm-hmm. a game they win like 30, 27-13 or 30-13. to 13 And we know it's traveling like to Buffalo, but Chicago's a cold-weather city. Yeah, too. That shouldn't it shouldn't be, be a problem. That shouldn't be. I mean, their uh, identity is defense, too, so it's not like they're Yeah, exactly. Out. Honestly, how many points did the Bills even score on that defense? If they got... I feel like the over hundred is three and a half. <laughs> they get a field goal. I would say I think they maybe squeeze in a touchdown, but honestly, that could be just because it's a blowout at the end of the game and the Bears. Yeah, take out all yeah, that's starters. that's true. Anyways, what we're saying, Bills aren't going to score. Chicago will. It'll be a big route by the Chicago. Trubisky looked good. Looks really good the last few weeks. They're kind of running mm-hmm. him. He's mobile. Yeah, I didn't know Mitch Trubisky. I didn't, I didn't either. Really. We were watching him play. It was the Pats, wasn't it? Like two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, he, he ran like all over the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, he had like half their rushing yards. It kind of made me concerned for a second. But All right, next game. This is going to be the first of the 4 o'clock games if you're on the East Coast, 1 o'clock if you're on the West Coast. West Coast, best coast. All right. <laughs> Houston at Denver. Houston favored by one and a half. I'm I, I want to take Denver here. I want to take Houston. Demarius Thomas going from Denver to Houston. I think the same kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to play. But I think it's the same kind of thing. He's fresh off that playbook. Yeah, knows knows all the audibles, all the the plays, all the formations. And then it's like the same kind of thing we're talking about with Golden Tate. You trade away like one of your best receivers. What kind of message does that send to the locker room? Yeah, Houston's rolling two good Houston's defenses. Houston's got five wins in a row. They rushed the passer really well. You know what, actually, tied for the league leading I'm flipping. I forgot about the Demarius Thomas trade. I'm going to take Houston minus one and a half, and then I would parlay it with the under. I don't know if a whole yeah, that's going to be, be scored in this that's game. That's going to be an under. Two really good defenses in Denver. Take what did I say? Under 46? 46. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's low scoring. And then Chicago at Seattle. Um, LA, LA yeah. Chargers at Seattle. What did I say? Chicago? Oh, God. It's a Saturday, folks. Yep. Yeah, so Chargers this is a tough, at Seattle. This is a tough one. I really, Chargers favored by one, by the way. I really want to go with the Chargers, but I think it, apparently it is going to be raining. The Chargers do find ways to lose games just like this every single year. They do find ways to lose games. I'm, I like the Chargers. I think I'm still going to take the Chargers. I think, I think I'm rolling with the Chargers, too, but I think it's going to be close. Seahawks, yeah, Seahawks are playing some good football. The Seahawks have been really good, and that defense is defense is good. They're running the really ball good. well. Russell Wilson looks good. I'm checking right now, but Seattle is second in defensive DVOA, which is impressive. It's not where I thought that defense would be. I thought it would be, you know, above league average, but second. I know. I thought it would impressive. be like 10 to 15, maybe. But yeah. top five. I mean, that's honestly like after for losing. Me, maybe dark horse playoff team. They could maybe but we can get second. to that for the midseason grades as well. Um, I'm going to take Chargers still minus one and a half, minus one. 
Um, yeah. I still think they win. I think it's a close game, though. I think it's a really close game. I think it'll be Chargers, like, 27, 26. I think it's going to be really close, like 28, really 24 or something like that. Could yeah. even be a push, honestly. Yeah. Surprisingly, even yeah. though you see that one point. Um, next game. Rams Fox Saints. game of the week. Rams going to New Orleans. Still favored by two on the road. I'm taking I'm taking New Orleans at home. I think what we saw last year with Aaron Rodgers against the Rams, I think the Rams' pass defense can definitely be taken advantage of with Tlaib out. The Saints, I did not know this. The Saints lead the league in rush defense too. So maybe Gurley gets slowed down a little bit. Uh, I'm Goff. with you. I'm Goff. with you. I'm going to take New Orleans yeah, plus I'm taking New Orleans. as well. It would be, I would not take New Orleans if it was in L.A. But since it's in the Superdome, I'm rolling with the Saints. I agree with that. Hustle environment. It's a big Rams game too look, for a you know, susceptible home last week. Field. Or as home field advantage in the NFC goes too. That's going to go a long way. Over under is really high, fifty-seven and a half. Do we? Do you still look at taking the over? I mean, is there going to be I any think, defense in this game? I think I might. I think I take the over on that. Honestly, I think so too. It's a big over under, but these are two teams that just sling the football around. They get a lot of points, especially. I mean, it'll be indoors. Yeah. 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 Easier for field goals. Take. I would probably. T- I would probably take the over. I would. So. I would play the over under before I play the line. Yeah, I would too. If you're looking at this game, you want to put some action on this game. Look at the over/under before you bet the spread. But if you I are, then I think we suggest take. I may do plus, that because I don't know. Two. I kind of want to just like watch watch this game as like a football fan rather than just like yeah a gambler. Yeah. So I think I might. And but it's, it's easier over under scoring. Oh yeah, you I, know, it, taking the over is so much more than taking the so much more fun than taking the under. Taking the under is not fun. That's <laughs> terrible. I took the like, under. No, wait, stop. I took I took the under for the Bama LSU game today. So <laughs> in a teaser though, so I got it up to I think fifty nine. Fifty nine. Okay, that's a good. That's yeah, a good play. that game. That game is not going to be thirty. No. But the, if it's fifty nine, it's because it's like Alabama fifty nine, <laughs> LSU three. That's yeah. that's the only way that game yeah. goes over. And then... Sunday night? Yeah, let's go Sunday night. You know, we'll just... Monday night, it's uh, Tennessee at Dallas. Dallas favored by minus, uh, by five points. I'm going to take Tennessee plus five. I think I am too. I think I think Dallas, why am I I think the Cowboys win, but like 27-24. What's, what's the over-under on that? That could maybe be an under. 40. It's really low. Uh, really low. Honestly... Buy, uh, maybe buy a couple points and bet the over. Mm. Forty. I, I think it'll go over. I think it'll go over forty. Cowboys are offense is better. I don't know. Home. Are you sure? I have a lot more faith in the Cowboys offense at home than on the road. The thing is, the Cowboys they might score, but they run the football so much that it's going to take a lot of time off the clock. I think both both teams play good defense. This is honestly probably just a stay away for. Yeah, don't everything. bet on this game. If you can put Tennessee in a teaser, I was just about to say get just like plus eleven, something eleven, twelve. Yeah, that's a really good. That. That's a really good bet for a teaser. I would do that. All right, prime time game. Prime time game Sunday night. Packers in Gillette at New England. Uh, Sunday Tom, night. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers for the second time ever. I think I saw this week. Mm-hmm. Second time ever. Two of the best two quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And Patriots favored by six. What do you think? Pats. Pats. I'm rolling with the Pats. I think, I think Rodgers will hang around. The one thing that makes me a little nervous about this game would be like a backdoor cover. Like if the Patriots are up like 30 to 17 with like two and a half minutes left and just Rodgers march them down and like somehow they get it between six. But I think the Pats win. That does tend to happen in Patriots games. A lot of especially when covers. especially if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. Yeah. Like next thing you know they'll be down three touchdowns. There'll be a minute left. It'll be a three point game. Like well, where do we get here? 
Happened, happened last week to me almost when I bet on them to lose to the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Pats too. I don't know if I'll actually bet on this game. Probably not. But I think I'm going I to. think six points is reasonable. I would take the Pats by a touchdown. Yeah. It's going to be close. If you can move move the points, you know, maybe three points, get it to minus three, then, then definitely take the Pats there. What about over under at 56? Honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea how much is I, – I feel like it could be either – Lopsided, and you get the under. It could be low scoring. You get the under. I mean, is it really going to be a shootout? I, if I had to, out of those three options, I think it most likely it's a shootout. I don't think the Pats defense is great. I don't think the Packers defense is anywhere near great. We have the two best quarterbacks in the league, maybe two of the best quarterbacks ever. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think either defense is great either. But I don't know. There's something about this game where I feel like one of the teams could trip up and end up scoring seventeen. And it would get you just under. Yeah. You know? But uh, Battle of the Goats, we'll see who the real goat is. Tom Brady, shout out. Um, hopefully quiet all those Packers fans to keep <laughs> chirping our ears. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll move on. Those are our picks for the week. Use them or don't. I was about to say take them or don't. <laughs> make money, take them. If you don't, don't. You know, pretty simple. Exactly. We're experts at this point. We've been yep. doing it for a... A full half a season now. So. Yep, eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Definitely have the credibility for you to invest your money, your hard-earned money. Hard-earned money. All right. At this point, we'll bring in a guest. Our first ever guest on Cousin the Studio Connor. 2209 podcast. <clears throat> We're going to try to have guests uh, on, I don't know, as, every, as much as we can. Every, every, once a week or two. We'll try and go once a week. Um, we'll see how that works out. If we have enough guests, try not to get too many repeats on. But uh, first guest, Cousin Connor, welcome. How, how does it feel? How does it feel? It's good to be the first guest. So I'm very happy. We wanted the first guest to be to be on top of his game. So yeah. all right, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. So we're gonna we're gonna roll through our team uh, team grades here, division by division. Where, yeah, we're gonna do division. We'll start in the AFC, and then we'll start. Let's go. We'll just go east to west. Okay. Both. So we'll east start AFC East. We're going to start place, with the fourth place first, fourth place first worst record. Um, so we'll start with the Buffalo Bills. Two and six. They are last in DVOA. What did you give them? Okay, this might seem harsh. I give them a D plus. Josh Allen could be the guy. The biggest reason I gave them a D plus is last year this team was in the playoffs. And this year, worst team in the NFL, bottom, bottom three at best. They have a couple decent wins. They won at Minnesota, beat the Vikings. But like, like I said, this was a playoff team last year. Now they, they are just unwashable at this point. Uh, I gave them a D as well. They did smoke Minnesota at home, which is painful for me to say. <laughs> um, what, what did you think of it? Because that's the game so far this season that I've had the biggest, like, what happened? I didn't believe. watch the game, but I remember betting on it and yeah. losing money. <laughs> I, heard, I think so a lot confused. of people lost money on that game. Yeah, Kirk Cousins couldn't hold on to the football. Couldn't move the ball, and Josh Allen looked like he was back at Wyoming. Um, I do give him a D as well because they were in the playoffs last year, and they don't use LaShawn McCoy to his full ability, I believe. Oh, yeah, he's on my fantasy team. I've had some yeah. issues with that. I, I I looked it up. Low usage for LaShawn. So this year, it's gone up in recent weeks because he started to get a little bit more touches, but only averaging about 13.5 touches per game, and he's averaging just under 20 for his career. Easily best player on the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Underutilized. And I, Nathan Peterman is still on the team. 
How? And he's starting games. He's starting this week. Poor. I mean, they tried to they tried to give him a break last week against the Pats, and just Derek Anderson has got to be forty at this point. I mean, I watched him back up Cam on the Panthers for like five years. He, he got in like the last drive against the Pats. Didn't even take that big of a hit. You could just tell. I, I would be surprised if he ever plays an NFL game again. I think he broke. I think Derek Anderson broke on that play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But uh, it doesn't matter because they're Buffalo. Uh, the Jets. Jets. Three and five, 22nd in DVOA. I give him a C plus. I give him a B. I think they nailed the draft getting Darnold. I think the defense has some good players. Leonard Williams, Jamal Adams. They just need perimeter players at this point. The uh, receivers, Robbie Anderson's okay. They need a more consistent running back. I think it's some, some offensive lines. But they got they nailed the quarterback, which is what they needed to do. Yeah, that's pretty much what I had, too. I said, you know, Darnold's the guy. Need perimeter players, yeah. like you said. You know, need to run Bilal Powell's not going to be no. a future starting and running back. Robbie not, Anderson not isn't a go-to good. receiver. Um, but Darnold does look good, and they look like a real team when yeah. they're at home. I also really like Todd Bowles as coach. I do, too. I, I mean, do. his I, first two years, they won. I mean, last year, t- people were predicting them to go 0-16. And they what? They went. I think they went six and ten and had a couple games against the Pats that they maybe should have won. A lot of people were high on when he got hired. Yeah, I don't know what Bears, flipped, know, but yeah. yeah. What'd I, you give him? I gave him a C. They don't have a receiver over three hundred twenty yards on the year. Sam Darnold's a steal of the draft, best pick in the draft. Yeah, uh, look for them to keep rebuilding. They'll be the top of that division very soon, I believe. Ooh, honestly, the division, huh? yeah. after the fall of the Pats, I mean the Bills aren't assuming there will be a fall. <laughs> there will be. <laughs> Let me go. Miami Dolphins. Yep, Miami four and four, fourteenth in DVOA. Um, I gave them a C plus. I also gave them a C plus. They started off three and one, one and four since then. They beat the Bears, which was a good win. But other than that, they've beaten the Titans, the Jets, and the Raiders. Kind of unimpressive. It's really for me. It's a tough team to evaluate. Yeah, injuries. I mean, Tannehill injured. Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson in recent weeks, they're both injured. Kenny Drake had a slow start. He's looked like he's started to pick it up since then. But hard to get a read. It's not they're not a playoff team. No. I give him a C plus. Uh, I give him a C. I haven't watched them play once, not gonna lie. <laughs> They've lost two straight, and I have no faith in Ryan Tannehill to stay healthy. Yeah, stay Ryan Tannehill can't stay yeah. healthy. I don't even think if he can stay healthy, I don't even think he's the guy anymore. I don't think so either. I mean, Miami looks like they might be heading towards a rebuild as much yeah. as they don't want to. Luckily, they have a coach. Adam Gase is a decent coach. You know, but... Free agent destination. Yeah, you, get, you can get some players to go to Miami. They, what, one thing I do like that they did this year is they traded away a lot of their guys that were quote-unquote locker room cancers, like Jarvis Landry, Undocument, Undocument Sue was there. Kind of just like mellow out the locker room a little bit, which I think has helped. It does him like they're looking at culture for yeah. the first time, maybe. Ever. Which I think is yeah. important. I think it's really important. Yeah. All right, and then top of the AFC East, rulers of the last... Century, how lucky have the Pats gone? How lucky have the Pats gone to play in that division? Hey, (laughs) it's not a look. Just be better. Rest of the AFC, I'm begging you, please. I something. I give I give the Pats an A. I mean, the first couple weeks, it's it's always hard to tell with them. They're always experimenting, kind of seeing what's best. But they've gotten this offense going. They have uh, obviously Edelman's back. They got Josh Gordon. They beat the Chiefs, which I think is huge for home field in the playoffs. I think if they get a home if they get a home playoff game or if they get home field throughout the playoffs, I don't think anyone's going to beat them. Uh, I gave him an A as well. I love the Josh Gordon trade. Got a big-time receiver out there. If he can get his off-the-field issues handled out, they'll be a force this Super Bowl season. Yeah, I think I, I have him going back to the Super Bowl as of right now, I think, too. Okay. I would, 
I would probably pick them to make it back to the Super Bowl at the moment. I was between either B plus or an A minus for me because they don't look as good as they usually do. It's I still have some concerns with this team. Sony Michelle is injured right now. I don't know when he's going to be back. That's a big loss for them because he used to. I was really confident in the Patriots when they had Sony Michelle. Yeah, he's now a I'm great. A he is a great compliment for James White. I think he really is. And then I'm still not fully confident in this defense. It's just a bunch of you know late round linebackers that are slow you know i know the past were looking into a trade for jamie collins and it didn't happen and i honestly was hoping it would happen because when we had him he was the one guy who could cover a lot of ground and unfortunately we had belichick traded him because he was locker room issues and all that yeah. all that stuff but there's I that mean, the and defense... i still have big question marks about gronk yeah gronk, can gronk stay healthy but i don't know i don't know how much of a difference gronk makes they made they, they won super bowls without gronk and they made it to super bowl without gronk before They've they had better have. weapons on those teams, but I still think they don't need Gronk to be maybe the Gronk of old, but like they just need Gronk to be. They need stay Gronk healthy. to at least be a red zone target, which yeah, he hasn't yeah. really been this year. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I know he's being like double covered a lot, but I still want to see him, even if it's just flashes in big games like this Sunday night game against the Packers. Mm-hmm. I just want to see something from him to know that okay, he can still do it in a big game in the playoffs when we need him. He's yeah. still there because yeah. I haven't really seen him really impact a game an important game yet this season yeah i'm not as worried as you are i don't think i think the defense is better than it was last year and i think the focus for them should be getting home field throughout the playoffs and then i don't think i mean mahomes is legit but i don't know if the chiefs can go into gillette in january in that environment with that type of weather probably snowing whatever that's if we have home field though that's what i'm saying that's why i think home field is important in that division it's possible yeah it's possible Luckily, Tom Brady will play forever, and James White's a Hall of Famer. And they have Anyways, the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. <laughs> AFC North, uh, last place team, no surprise, Cleveland Browns. They are 2-5-1, and one, and they are 27th in DVOA. I gave the Browns a B. I went B-. minus. I think Baker, I think Baker, I would have taken Darnold, but I think Baker's good enough. I think he's, I think he's a starting-level quarterback in the NFL. Jarvis Landry's good. Miles Garrett is a stud on defense. Denzel Ward, maybe defensive rookie of the year. So they're, they have young, good players, but that organization is just such a shit show. Firing your head coach and your offensive coordinator in the same week with a rookie quarterback, that I don't understand. I think overall it's so positive, and I think if you look at it, they're third in defensive DVOA. Yeah, the defense is good. The defense, the defense has some good. good players. That's where you need to start. They have a good defense if they can keep all those young players. And if they have a quarterback in Baker, that's a map yeah. for them going yeah, forward. Yeah, it's definitely been a... I know people were talking about them preseason as like maybe like eight and eight, maybe like a wild card team. I don't think I don't think they'll get there now that Baker's been playing, but I think it's still definitely a step in the right direction for sure. Uh, I went ahead and gave the Browns two grades. The organization itself gets a D. I don't know why you fire your head coach and your offensive coordinator with a rookie quarterback. He'll be on his third coach by the time next season rolls around. The only way to save the season is to hire Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma. And the players themselves could have be, I've watched the Browns play. They play hard. They've been in overtime like four different times and can't seem to win. And they've tied once. I like the Browns in the future. I think this is the first time they've actually had, it looks like they have a plan, like a blueprint going forward yeah. where they could be good in a few years. It's not, not this year and probably not next year either. Yeah, next the organization year. is still questionable. I think John Dorsey is a good GM. I think he, he's brought in some pretty good players in the draft the last few years. 
So I think he's definitely, they're definitely on the right track. And I think one thing you listened to earlier this week is, you know, Hugh Jackson had a battle sort of for their analytics team. And I'm not sure football lends itself to analytics like baseball does. Yeah. You know, not even like some of these other, today. even basketball too, with all the shot charts and the tracking that they have. Yeah. I don't think football's at that point where oh, analytics yeah. is going to get you, get you to the playoffs yeah, on its own. Either. I so know. I think they have to find a balance. And I think right now they lean maybe too analytics heavy in the front office. Yeah. But that's just speculation. Yeah, I think I think, yeah, another they need to nail this next head coach hire too. Yeah, they, they do. They really need it. to take their they time. Need to nail it. Lincoln and get Riley. it right. Lincoln Lincoln Riley is what I've heard. I've also heard maybe he doesn't want to come and coach Baker. Like if he won't go in the NFL, I've heard maybe he's interested in the Packers if that job opens up. Not Aaron sure. Rodgers. I mean, I think I think we see that college connection between Lincoln Riley and Baker, and just think, oh my God, it'd be great for Baker. But does Lincoln Riley want that? Yeah, yeah. Does Lincoln question. Riley want to go to the Browns? <laughs> Who wants to go to Cleveland? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always a million dollars. I think it would be a great question. fit. But all right, moving on. We'll go to Baltimore. They are four and four, ninth in DVOA. I gave them a B plus. I went uh, B minus. I went B minus as well. Uh, defense is good, probably second best in the NFL. The only issue is the offense. I don't trust Joe Flacco at all. I know he's got a good playoff record. I still don't have any faith in him. They've lost a couple games in a row. They got smoked at Carolina by Cam Newton, of all people. <laughs> um, uh, they they could be for a wild card team, but they will not win the division. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's in that division, but... Same kind of thing. Joe Flacco on the way out. How many more years does he really have left? They have some decent weapons on that team. John Brown's having a really good year. Lamar Jackson, I don't even... He looks fine, he? I guess. I mean, they put him in. They do, like, some wild stuff. They don't really stuff. let him throw it that much. I don't think... Honestly. I mean, I don't think he's been as effective as, like, Taysom Hill's been doing for the Saints. Yeah. Um, I give him a B plus. I think they're overachieving, honestly, because coming into the season, it was one of those things where Joe Flacco's lucky he had a decent start. Because I thought the fans in Baltimore were going to riot and call yeah. for his head if they started off poorly. Which, luckily, they didn't. So, you know, people say, you know, Baltimore. Baltimore looks good. Best defense. But Joe Flacco's still Joe Flacco in the end. Yeah. You know, and John Harbaugh, I think it's probably – people forget. I think he's one of the best coaches. Yeah, I do like Harbaugh a lot. I think – I mean, do you think Lamar is the guy of the future there? I, do I think so. You do? I I wanted Lamar. I wanted the Patriots to draft Lamar this past uh, offseason. I really like Lamar Jackson when he came into the. I'm worried it's a Tebow situation where you just can't find his spot on a team. They just not can't throw the ball accurately ball, consistently yeah. enough. They're gonna try out receiver. It won't work. I mean, I think in the, I mean pre preseason preseason, but I think he's only completing like. 40% of his passes in the preseason. I don't even know what he's been doing in the NFL. I know they don't let him throw, which probably is not a good sign. I mean, I'm not saying he's ready right now. Yeah, he's definitely not ready right now. Yeah, yeah. But I think how many more years of Flacco do you need before he is ready? Because I don't think it's next year, and I'm not even sure. Maybe the year after that. I think I think you could see a change at some point midseason next season of them going to Lamar. Yeah, but going away from Flacco. That they'd have to be a few games under 500, I think. Yeah, I'd agree. Once they're out of the playoff race. All right, next Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to be five and three. Um, 17th in DVOA. I give him a B plus. I think Andy Dalton's a pretty, pretty competent quarterback just to get them to the playoffs. Tyler Boyd is emerging as the number two receiver behind AJ Green. And the one thing with this team is the defense doesn't look as good as I thought they would be. They are 25th in defensive DVOA, 17th overall. 
I mean, I don't know. I think, I still think, I'm, I'm not even sure why, honestly. I still think they're the biggest competition for Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I like Cincinnati. I gave them B plus. I went B plus also. You know, the issue with the Bengals is that they're, they don't show up in prime time. They've had what? They went to the Chiefs and got absolutely smoked. Um, there were, I don't I don't think there were great expectations before the season, but I think it could definitely this could definitely be a team that maybe sneaks in for that second wild card. Just the question is, can is Andy Dalton the guy that can win the big game? And I don't think he is. He hasn't showed any of us ever that he is the guy to do that. So uh, I'm with you. I give him a C. I don't trust Andy Dalton at all in the big games. They've got good. AJ Green's a top receiver in the NFL. Uh, Joe Mixon's getting healthy. They could get the wild card. It'll be tough. The Steelers are going to win the division, though. I, I, I think I have to agree there, too. I just like all their perimeter players, really. Perimeter, perimeter players are good. I'm not sold on head coach or quarterback. I'm not yeah. sold. Uh, Anti-Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll go to Pittsburgh then. Pittsburgh, 4-2-1, and one, 13th in DVOA. I gave Pittsburgh a B-. minus. I gave him a B just because the, the whole beginning of the year was really rocky. It seems like like maybe that's kind of getting worked out now. I still want to see what happens when Le'Veon comes back. I think that's very interesting. But I think they're the team to be in the NFC North, or AFC North, no doubt in my mind. Uh, I gave him a B also. They're going to be dangerous. They're going to have James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon will get 60%, 70% of the snaps when he comes back. There's no way he's not going to get the ball. They still got Juju and AB on the outside. They're going to be real dangerous when playoff time comes. Big Ben's been around the block a few times, too. Yeah, I mean, it seems dangerous. I give him a B minus just because I think coming into the season, Pittsburgh, you expect them to be in that top tier with the the Pats, the Chiefs, even the Chargers now. Yeah. And I think they're below all three of those teams at the moment in the AFC. I don't think they're better than Kansas City, New England, or Los Angeles. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. They're definitely not in the same tier as Kansas City or New England. I think they're close with the Chargers. But, yeah, I think they've slightly underperformed, but I think the arrow's trending upward. I I think it's trending upward, too. I mean, I think a couple weeks ago, I probably wouldn't wouldn't even have given this team a a B grade. You know, I think with the locker room issues, I was really concerned at the beginning of the season. This stuff happens in Pittsburgh all the time. Slash excited. I was really excited for the demise of the Steelers. But locker room just happened this year, unfortunately. Locker room dysfunction in Pittsburgh is nothing new. No, no. It seemed like it was worse this year, but I don't... I think it's just normal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll move on to the AFC South. Um, We'll go Indianapolis. They're 3-5. and Uh, DVOA, 15th. I give them a C+. Andrew Luck's back. I went I went B. I went B. B. Andrew Luck looks good. Frank Reich is a good head coach, I think. I think he and Andrew Luck are working really well together. They got some players. T.Y. Hilton's good. Eric Ebron, tight end's good in the red zone. The defense, I think, is slightly underrated. I don't think it's great. The offensive line, they've added um, two, I think, first-round picks the last two years to go up, protect Andrew Luck. I think they're definitely on the right direction. Uh, I gave him a C. They... Five years, they'll probably have the best offensive line in football. Andrew Luck is slinging it. He's on my fantasy team, putting up big numbers. Uh, I think they found their head coach. A little bit of a slow start. They'll pick it up. Won't make the playoffs, but they're trending in the right direction. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. However, if the Texans kind of fizzle out who in the division? out of the Titans, the Colts, and the Jags, I'm not so sure I the Colts wouldn't be the team to maybe make that jump. The Jags, I have no faith in, and the Titans are the Titans. Yeah. But Andrew Luck, I think, def- obviously, definitely the best quarterback in that division. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I do like the Colts as like a dark horse for, in that uh, division. Um, yeah, I like Frank Wright, Wright as a coach too. Um, and I think in the trenches, they figured it out. Good O-line, good D-line, but perimeter players are still yeah. secondary, not good. Yeah. Wide receivers, just T.Y. Hilton, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Andrew yeah. Luck doing it all by himself. All by himself. All yeah. Marlon Mack, though, is a decent yeah. running back. Decent running back. He's gone. They had a bye last week, but or they had a bye this week, but the last two weeks, he's played really well. All right, we'll go to the Jags next. Jags, 3-5, and five, 20th in DVOA. Uh, I give him a D. I give him a D also. I still think there's, like, maybe a chance they kind of string it together and, like, turn it around and finish 8-8 eight and eight in that division so bad they make the playoffs. But Bortles sucks. There were high expectations. This team, AFC Championship last year, came in the season, like... Favorites for the division. Away from Favorites the for the division. Yeah. Yes. And now... I mean, even the start of the season. start of the season started off well. Yeah, they beat, beat the Patriots. Pats. They beat the Pats. Handedly. And now they're, what, three and five. Marone's lost the locker room. Brawls. I don't think Marone makes it to opening kickoff next year. I don't think he does I don't either. either. I gave him an F. Uh, they just had players arrested in London. They do that trip every year. They should have it down. Uh, Doug Marone is the wrong coach for that job. Blake Bortles, they need to find a quarterback. Trade for Derek Carr, maybe, if Gruden keeps doing what Gruden's doing. Uh, they got a young, good defense. They'll be back next year when they find a better head coach as well as a quarterback. Yeah, they have, they have such a good defense. It's like, it's a disservice to them almost to have Bortles as quarterback. Like, they're wasting years of this great young defense with Bortles at quarterback. And Jalen Ramsey's been awful quiet lately. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has. All right, we'll go on. We'll move to Tennessee. Three and four, 25th in DVOA. I give him a C minus. You want to know what I wrote down? I wrote down, I don't even know. <laughs> Mariota energy, injury, yeah. and defense looks okay. Yeah, defense, their defense is above average. It's good. It's not going to win you any games, but it definitely keeps you in most games. I think they gave up 20 to the Chargers a couple weeks ago in London. Mariota, I think, is good. I think he needs better, better talent surrounding him, I think. I mean, I, I guess I, I don't even know. The Titans are one of the I'm hardest so, teams to read. I'm so upset with this team because I thought they were going to come in and win the division this year with Mike Frabel. I thought Mariota looked really good in the Deion playoffs Lewis. last year. Deion Lewis is a good addition for them. And I thought the defense was going to be better, which it is. And they've still stumbled their three and four. So I just I don't even know what to make of this team. I gave him a D. I don't see why Derrick Henry's not a Pro Bowl running back every year. It's the biggest man in the NFL. <laughs> Um, Mariota's only thrown three touchdowns. He's had some injuries, but I think they just need to get some better skill players and they'll... Yeah, yeah I'm really wondering like how bad that elbow injury is for Marcus yeah. because he really... He, he doesn't look the same. He doesn't look the same. He's really stumbled to come out coming out of the gates. Yeah. You know, I hope it's because he didn't start and then their backup got injured and then he had to come he back had to play, in. Yeah. He so had to play with healed. it. So, I don't know, that could be just a nagging injury that yeah. that he can't shake. Yeah, and that, that has implications, too, because if that if it is a long-term injury he can't shake, they're not winning the division. Oh. And they got to look for a quarterback. All right, and then top of the division, Houston Texans, 5-3, and three, uh, 12th in DVOA, 5th best defense. Um, how much of this, this is a question I wanted to bring up, how much of the Texans is Deshaun masking that Bill Bryan is still a bad coach I don't I don't is know that's if, what, the, is that what ha- is happening here because they started off 0-3 I don't know if he's a 
awful coach. I think they start off 0-3. Deshaun was working his way back from the ACL tear. Still not quite comfortable. Keep in mind, he was a rookie last year and only played, what, six games? I think it's eight or something. Yeah, eight yeah. games last year. He played half, roughly half a season. He needed definitely needed some time to come back, get, kind of get his feet back underneath him. I think, what, they won five in a row, just added Demarius Thomas, who's not the Demarius Thomas was a few years ago, but still, still, put, next to, still put next to Hopkins. I think that could be a, it's a dangerous target. Uh, I currently live in Houston, and I can tell you people could care less about the Houston Texans. I get the games every Sunday, and stadium's half empty. I don't know why. They need to get over the Cowboys. The Texans are the future of Texas. They uh, Deshaun Watson's good. Not sure about the coach, question marks there, but J.J. Watt, leader in the league in sacks. Yeah, with eight. I think the Texans could win the, will win the division, and... Houston needs to rally behind them. Ran, ran a five-game win streak into Denver this weekend. How much of a dark horse are they for the playoffs? I don't think they're a dark horse do you to, see to them, make the playoffs or do you to see like them win upsetting a game? somebody in the playoffs. Ooh, they could first weekend. I think they could give. They would. They would get a. Money. They'd get a home game because they'd win the division. So I guess maybe. So they'd probably play the Chargers. Chargers? I think the Chargers would win, but the Chargers. Never count on the Chargers winning a game ever. The Chargers are the team that you pick to be upset in the playoffs, and yeah. the Texans are the team that you pick to upset somebody. In the playoffs. That could be yeah, honestly be that second, the second AFC wildcard team that gets in there is probably not going to be a world beater. So yeah, the Texans, Texans got to win the playoffs. I don't know. I would look at it. I'm I think Deshaun's getting better too. Forward. I Deshaun's think Deshaun's getting better too. Lamar Miller is even that defense. I think can play anywhere. I mean, yeah. it's fantastic. That pass rush is just deadly. Clowny too. Tyran Matthew, Honey Badger in the secondary. All right, moving on. AFC West. Bottom of the AFC West, just like we expected. John Gruden. The Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> One and seven, 28th in DVOA. Big fat F. F minus. F, F, F. F minus. You pay John Gruden, who hasn't coached in, what, 10 years to come in, you pay him $100 million <laughs> for him to trade away two of your three best players. Yeah, I just. I mean, honestly, I like. I think I like the Amari Cooper trade. He's not. He wasn't consistent there. They got a first round pick for him. I think that's a good they trade. No excuse for Khalil Mack. The Khalil Mack trade, first though. Picks. Four first round picks. I don't. The only thing is with picks in the NFL. I don't think that translate like they do in the NBA, where you can just tank for like three or four years and get like three or four top picks and like be good. It doesn't work that way in the NFL. So I don't really know what Gruden's goal here is, but trading away, arguably the best defensive player, one and of the best players in the NFL, and then giving up thirty four points to Nick Mullins, who I don't think anyone has ever heard of before he played. Wait, who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Giving up 34 points on Thursday Night Football. I bet on that game. I was not happy. How many years did John Gruden make it? He's got nine more. I know. he. I, Can they afford to? They can't let him go. Yeah. He's got to make it at least like four, I feel like. I at feel least like four five. or five. Yeah. That's such a... If they sign him for 10 years, $100 million, and like let him go after three... That's a big fat F for the entire organization of the Talk about Oakland, Vegas, checks. whatever Raiders. I know. Yeah. Gruden just rolling in it. I know. Gruden doesn't even care. He's like, get me he back in the studio. Fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> All right. We'll move on. That's enough Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Denver Broncos, three and five, seventh in DVOA. Surprising. Yeah. Up there. I gave him a B. I went C because I think they overpaid for Case Keenum. He's not the guy. They can't. I don't know why. It seems like John Elway should have should have a quarterback by now. But ever since Manning kind of tailed off and we thought Osweiler was the guy, props to him for not signing Osweiler, but they haven't been able to get the guy. Paxton Lynch was a bust. Keenum had a great year last year in Minnesota, surrounded by really good players. I don't think Denver has that. 
No, and like you said, they just traded Demarius Thomas. Yeah, probably punting on the season. Yeah, Philip Lindsay though. I mean, Case Keenum, he's like barely not good enough to make this get this team to the playoffs. I feel like. I mean, he's got what sixteen turnovers this year. He had seven all of last year. I don't think he's the guy. There's a reason the Vikings went out and signed Kirk Cousins. I gave him a C. LA's got to figure it out. I'm not sure how I feel about the coach. I got some question marks there. But I think the Chiefs are going to be around for a long time, so the Broncos better figure it out. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. I still All think right. they're wasting years of a good defense, too, like the Jags are. Like I agree. I was just about to say, the defense is definitely playoff caliber, yeah. for sure. The defense is not the issue. All right, we'll go Los Angeles Chargers, 5-2, and two, third in DVOA. I give them an A-. minus. I give them an A. I give them an A. The only, they've lost to the Rams and to the Chiefs this year. Chiefs week one. Mahomes just came out of nowhere. And just the only question for the Chargers this year is can they do it in a big game? Yeah, and we haven't seen it yet, I think, this Sunday at, at Seattle. I think this, is, this will show me a lot about this San Diego Chargers. Sorry. I agree with that. Los Angeles Chargers team. You know, no, they're the San Diego Chargers. San Diego Super Chargers. Los Angeles doesn't deserve this team. They don't even care about this team. That's another thing, too, is if... I mean, they don't have a home... They don't have home games. <laughs> no. No, I think we, we looked during the season. We looked at their home games. And with the teams traveling in, I think we... They have four home games where they might have the predominant amount of fans. There was, at their uh, practice, whenever they played the Raiders like three weeks ago, they were pumping in <laughs> crowd noise for a home game. <laughs> It's just, it's really, it's sad. I, I like the Chargers a lot. I really like Phillip Rivers. I gave him an A+. Plus. I don't see, I mean, Chiefs are amazing. Mahomes is on another level, and the Rams are right there with them. The Chargers, they don't get a home game really ever, like you guys were saying. But I think they could, they still, and Joey Bosa still hasn't played, which is going to be a huge addition to that defense. Look for them to be a playoff team that could sneak into the conference championship game. I was about to say that, too. I think the Chargers, if they can show me down the stretch that they can win these big games, I think they can win a couple games in the playoffs. Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Phillip Rivers, those are three veterans, good offensive players. Bosa, Melvin Ingram on the defensive side, rushing the passer. That could cause some problems. They're definitely talented enough to do it. Yeah. They're talented enough. I don't know if Anthony Lynn is the coach that gets them there, Also, Phillip Rivers never has. Yeah. And I, I love Philip Rivers. He has never, never really delivered in the playoffs. And then top of the AFC right now, Kansas City Chiefs. A plus. A plus. A plus. I mean, this is the best offense I've seen in I don't even know how long. Mahomes, obviously, franchise quarterback. Nailed it. Future. Yes. Mahomes is the future, period. Yeah, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes is the future. I mean... Even the defense has shown glimpses. The defense has gotten better. It still worries me when they're going against... Say a team like the Rams or the Pats or the Chargers, but I think, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think I'm not the saying offense, they're good. 26 in defensive DVOA, it's it's not blowing you away, but I think there's potential for this defense to get better. And I think the offense is good enough to mask a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, offense first in DVOA and first in special teams DVOA as well. And looking beyond this season, all they got to do is draft defense, defense, defense. They're they're set up all skill positions for the next five six years. Easy. Mahomes, Tyree, Kamar, uh, Kareem Hunt. It yeah. Doesn't get much better. Kelsey even. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it feels like their offense is so good they can just plug in players. Yeah. Like, Sammy Watkins has been going off the last couple of weeks. He hasn't done anything since he was at Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs are good. I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. All right, we'll move on to the NFC now. Uh, we'll start NFC East. First team, New York Giants. 
One and seven, 24th in DVOA. F. I, I also gave him an F. And that was the happiest I've ever been to give someone an F. Yeah. Yeah. The demise of Eli Manning is by far my favorite storyline this season. I don't know why the Giants are trying to, like, pretend it's not happening. Like, last year, last year he got benched. McAdoo was on the hot seat instantly. This year, he's, like, fifth in passing yards or something, but they can't, they can't score. I still, I'd go back to taking Saquon over Darnold. I think Saquon is a, Saquon's a really good running back, probably top five in the league already. But passing on a franchise quarterback like Sam Darnold, I think, and now watching him play right across town, I think that's always, always. See, I'm not too, I'm okay with taking Saquon. Having Odell and Saquon, those two weapons are good, but you're really wasting them right now trying to hang on to Eli. I think they're going to be bad this year. They're going to have a high draft pick in the draft. They might still get a good quarterback. You know, looking at this upcoming draft class, obviously I haven't looked at it a ton, but I know the guy that plays here, Justin Herbert, yes. is going to be really good, and I don't want him to go to the Giants. Yeah, let's cross our fingers he's staying. Yep, we're going to cross our fingers. I, I also believe Pat Shermer is the guy for the job. He's an offensive genius. He's got Saquon and o- Odell. You find a quarterback, that offense is going to be not as good as the Chiefs, but it'll be easy top 10 offense in the NFL. Yeah, Sa- Saquon and Odell – Deserve better at the quarterback position. I agree. So is my fantasy team because I have Odell. <laughs> All right, Dallas three and four, nineteenth in DVOA. I give him a C. I went, I went C minus. I think a lot of it depends on how Dak finishes out the year. Because mm-hmm. right now it looks like Dak's not the guy. Maybe that's part of why they traded for Amari Cooper, get a legit receiver for him to throw to, and see if he's the guy you're going to pay all this money. But I mean, they're Dallas might have their hands tied. They have to extend him. I think after this year, right? He's got one more year. Yeah. I I don't like Jason Garrett at all. I think that they need to just give up on Garrett, get a young offensive coach. You got Zeke, you're gonna have Amari Cooper, you got a young mobile quarterback with Dak Prescott. I think uh, I'm excited to see Amari Cooper though. They finally have a legit threat on the outside. It should be interesting. I gave him a D. Defense is defense has been good. Morris defense has good. been good though. But yeah, I think I think people were kind of preseason expecting them to go back to like the 13 and 3 cowboys that they were when Dak and Zeke were rookies and less like the 8 and 8 cowboys wherever they were last year and I think we're kind of seeing that maybe That's not it and maybe, maybe the rookie year Cooper, was the anomaly and maybe Mark Cooper's the solution it'll really show us what Dak is yeah in the NFL yeah but really the main question I have for this team is how much more do we have to not see from Jason Garrett for I know I know how many more times does he have to just sit there on the sideline clapping before he's like yep fired yeah I think if they they missed the playoffs this year, and that could be, that could be it. It should be. It should be. All right, Philadelphia Eagles four and four, twenty first in DVOA. I give them a C minus. I went D plus. D plus. I I agree with that. Honestly, this team has underperformed so much. Biggest disappointment in the NFL so far. Absolutely. I mean, how do you go from winning the Super Bowl? You're on top of the world. Everyone, everyone in Philly thought they were hot shit. And then they come in this year, probably, I guess, just expecting it to be handed to him again. I mean, granted, Wentz was out the first couple of weeks, but even when There's he's no back, they, they should be leading this division. Agreed. Pulling Agreed. away. I, I mean, I gave him a B. I think they look good in the second half against Minnesota, but then a couple of weeks later, I lost Cam Newton and just torch him in the fourth quarter. I don't get why it's not better. I think that they, uh, I think they figured out they're going to make the playoffs. They're better than the Redskins. The Redskins are leading the division uh look for the eagles to make a run yeah ultimately i think they do figure it out they still have two games against those redskins 
but so far they've been disappointing. I mean, I I would still pick them to win the division, but it's definitely concerning being 500 in a division division that really doesn't have Much. a great team in it. Yeah, it's not like you're playing in the South where you got Carolina, New Orleans, or even in like out west with LA and Seattle. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, Washington's on top right now. We'll jump to them next. Five and two, sixteenth in DVOA. I give them a B plus. I mean, I think this is a playoff team if Philly doesn't get their shit together. Oh yeah. I think that they've impressed me. I mean, it's not a team that you look at that's built for the future. They're built for right now with yeah. Alex Smith and yeah. Adrian Peterson. But they're proving that they can do it right now. The defense is good. Josh Norman's having probably his best year since he left Carolina. Uh, I gave him an A. Yeah, defense top half of the league, fourteenth in DVOA. Yeah. I mean, AP, I was so out on AP when this year, but Peterson looks so rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's not, not even just going like three or four yards of carry. When they were playing, um, I think it was Dallas a couple weeks ago, he was 34 yard carries, which I was shocked to see from him at this stage in his career. Uh, how many more times does Alex Smith have to get traded before people realize he's a franchise quarterback in the NFL? That's definitely, I mean, I don't think he's, I think he's definitely limited. Your ceiling is definitely limited when Smith is on your team, but you could do a lot worse than Alex Smith. You definitely have to have a good supporting cast for Alex. Yeah, you need a good defense. I think they. I think their perimeter players need some need some work. That's the. That's what worries me about them. Yeah, because if they play, down. if they play a team that shuts down AP, can't they can't run the ball? I don't know if Alex Smith is going to win you that game with those weapons. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, NFC North, Detroit last right now three and four, twenty sixth in DVOA. Just traded Golden Tate. I give him a C. I went C minus. It's kind of it's. They're still only. Two games out. I don't think they'll win the division. Carry on Johnson looks like a steal of the draft. Looks like they haven't had a running game there since Stafford's been there. Mm-hmm. Looks like they might have finally got that together. Matt Patricia, jury's still out, but he's improved after a really terrible first two weeks. Um, just traded Golden Tate. I want to see Matthew Stafford with a good coach. I do too. Like a good offensive coach. Yeah. I mean, when they had Jim Bob Cooter as the OC, is he still the OC? I don't think so. I don't think it, but he went, there was like a year or two where he was playing really well. But Yeah, I mean, I think Matt, Matt Stafford is talented enough to be in the conversation for like top six in the NFL and quarterbacks. Yeah, but I'd say top eight, but I think he's definitely top ten. I think he's talented. I like watching Matt Stafford. I mean... He's got a cannon. He does. He can sling it. Yeah, he totally can. I mean, and they got... Even though they traded away Golden Tate, they still have Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr., uh, I gave him a D. I really wish they went with an offensive-minded coach. Matt Patricia's good. He's a great, great defensive coordinator, but I think an offensive-minded coach would have helped helped Matt Stafford. You got a young carry-on Johnson. I don't agree with trading Golden Tate. I feel like they easily could compete with the Vikings and the Bears to win that division, and I think they punted the season away by getting rid of a legitimate threat on the outside. You know, maybe there's something internally where they just don't see – the motivation to make it to the playoffs this year. You know, because I feel like everybody else looks at this team and goes, they traded Golden Tate. But like you said, two games out from Chicago. Who yeah. Is that, do we really think they're a lock for a playoff no, team? No, not at and all. And Minnesota stumbling? I mean... They haven't looked great. They've had injuries. I don't know. I think, I absolutely don't think Detroit's going to make the playoffs now. Me But either. before, I was still like, well, you know, maybe. Yeah. I think on Johnson... That is that's just, if Carryon Johnson proves to be what we think he is right now, then I think this season success though for uh, my fantasy team sake. Let's hope so. <laughs> All right, Green Bay three three and one eleventh in DVOA playing the Pats this week. I gave him a C plus. 
I went C minus. I think there's definitely some disconnect there between McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. I think next I think, few weeks will tell us whether or not McCarthy will be here next season. I think what the Packers are doing with Rodgers is almost like what the almost you can draw a parallel set with what the Cavs used to do with LeBron, where an organization is so reliant on just one superstar generational talent that it just covers up so many holes on the roster. I agree with that. I think it's a pretty good, you know, line to draw between the two. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. I don't either. That, I think that, this stretch coming up is really going to, you know, kick them in the ass. Pats, Seahawks, Miami at home, then at Minnesota in the next four games. I think the only game they win there is Miami at home. Yeah. I think they'll finish third place in the division two behind Minnesota and uh, <laughs> Chicago. They got lucky the Vikings didn't have a kicker and ended up tying. Um, I think they're... They're wasting Aaron Rodgers. He's easily second-best quarterback in the league, and they're wasting it away without any offensive weapons or a really good threat on the defense. And you just traded HaHa Clinton Dix, probably your best defensive player outside of Clay Matthews. I don't agree with it at all. Another thing, uh, if they don't make the playoffs, I think this is McCarthy's last year. Look for them maybe to go out and sign like one of these young bright office of minds like maybe lincoln riley at oklahoma maybe i would love to see that i'd love to see who's the guy at texas tech what is his name uh kingsbury cliff Kings- yes cliff kingsbury. kingsbury cliff kingsbury that would be a great great hire because aaron needs somebody that's a little bit creative because think of all the things you can do with aaron Rodgers. oh i know i mean and i feel it's like mobile. their offense is still very you know for lack of a better nfc north ish you know running the football when they can, when they have a good back. Yeah. Some rollouts for Aaron Rodgers. Not a lot of creativity. I'd like to see that come to Green Bay and have some of those, what we talked about last week with Ron Rivera and those, you know, misdirections that yeah. he was playing. Yeah. The Chiefs do with Mahomes. Bring that to Green Bay. See what Aaron Rodgers can do with that. Yeah. Honestly, I thought before the season, the Packers should have tried to make a move for Khalil Mack. Yeah. Because Khalil Mack now, Aaron Rodgers has to face him twice a year. I mean, he already he already got hurt once from playing that uh, front seven. I think if you would have given Aaron Rodgers uh, Khalil Mack, I think right now we'd be talking about a very different football team. Yeah, I agree with that. That would have been a good move for them. We'll move on to the Vikings, 4-3-1, 18th in DVOA. Cousin Connor, big Vikings fan. I don't know what to make of this team. I haven't watched them a ton this year. Injuries, injuries. I mean, you can't – it's football. Injuries happen, but you three weeks before the season start, your offensive line coach dies – emotional emotional for the team you had your best defensive player arguably go to the uh funny farm basically because he had a mental breakdown i'm worried i'm really worried adam thielen i'm biased mvp i mean it's just amazing what this guy's done i think they'll win the division but i do have some question marks on for that team yeah i went i went b minus i've actually watched a few vikings games and we talk we talk back and forth about vikings and panthers i know i noted injuries as xavier rhodes is dealing with some injuries uh i know anthony barr dalvin cook uh Diggs has been banged up here and there uh i think they still won the division cousins has been good i i want to see him do it on the big stage last week watching him i was not super encouraged that he's able to do that but i think if they get healthy that defense those weapons should be good enough for cousins to be able to make a run I don't know if they're a Super Bowl team like they were last year, but I think definitely a playoff team. Yeah, I think they're an interesting playoff team too. I think they win the division. Yeah. I don't know about a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't I think they're not as good as they were last year, but And then next Chicago Bears surprisingly on the top, four and three, fifth in DVOA. Obviously best defense in the NFL yeah. according to DVOA. 
Um, team is way ahead of the timeline, I think, and yeah. that's not always a good thing. It's not always a good thing. I think. I mean, I gave him an A though. I think Matt Nagy, the head coach. Oh yeah, I gave him an A minus too. Yeah, Matt Nagy is the guy. He's drawn up that offense is really good, especially with Trubisky, who we kind of thought was limited his first year. Yeah, and I just still think that his development is behind the team. So, you know, this team hangs on whether or not he can, you know, be a competent quarterback. Yeah, and uh, obviously trading for maybe the best defensive player in the league helped a lot. Definitely helps a young developing quarterback. Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to see this. I want Chicago to be good. I like seeing a good Chicago Bears team in Soldier Field in the playoffs with the snow. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Bears are going to win the division. They could make the wild card. They got a brutal schedule coming up. They still have to play the Rams. They still have to play the Vikings twice, and they have the Packers one more time. So that is that's going to be a difficult stretch for them. They could maybe sneak into the wild card, but they're definitely ahead of the timetable. And I think they have their coach. They have their quarterback, Cohen. I think he's he could be the running back of the future there. Uh, and Khalil Mack is just an absolute animal top five player in the NFL. The Bears are going to be good next year and the year after that. Yeah. I think their offense is a little bit limited, so I think they need a couple more receivers and maybe, I don't know, maybe like a corner. But I think they're definitely definitely on the right track. Yep, I agree with that. NFC South, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 3-4, and four, 29th in DVOA. I gave them a C- minus and James ain't it. Yeah, I gave him a C minus two. They don't have a quarterback of the future. Just stick it with Fitzmagic the rest of the year. Just take the L of Jameis. Admit you were wrong. Uh, the offense, honestly, when Fitzmagic plays, if they had a quarterback, it'd be dangerous. It'd be really dangerous. Mike Evans is good. OJ Howard's good. Deshaun Jackson's a threat to go 70 yards every Deshaun play. Deshaun Jackson's still balling. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's still balling. So if they could get the quarterback, this team could be scary. The defense has questions, but... They're be- honestly, they were better than I thought they would be, but just the fact that Jameis has underperformed so much and just looks terrible is the reason why I gave them the C-. Because the future for this team doesn't look great until they find a quarterback. Agreed. I'm not sure what to make of this team. I mean, Fitzmatrick looked amazing. Jackson is a great deep threat. They got Mike Evans, great red zone threat. O.J. Howard's young, good. Find a quarterback, couple defensive pieces, I'm not sure if Dirk Cutter's the coach. I haven't really seen enough from him to know that. I think I think it's time to get rid of Jameis and find that quarterback and build up from there. Yeah, Jameis does not need to play another game in a Bucks uniform. Maybe nope. in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, we'll jump to Atlanta, 3-4, and four, 23rd in DVOA, 9th offense, though. Um, injuries have just killed this team. Two injuries have killed this team. Two injuries. So, Keanu Neal and Deion Jones. I went, I went D. I mean, this was a team with Super Bowl aspirations uh, before this season started. Yes, the injuries hurt Keanu Neal, like we said, Deion Jones. But, should, I mean, those are two key players, but does that just completely derail your season like that? Every team deals with injuries. Every team loses starters. I get that those were, like, at key positions. But three and four with this offense, with Julio having no touchdowns, this offense is yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. How? Hold on. <laughs> How does Julio not have a touchdown? This team is the offense. This team has not been the same since Shanahan left. Again, on my fantasy team. Matt Ryan should take his MVP trophy and ship it across the country to San Francisco and let Shanahan have it. <laughs> uh, if I personally, if I was Matt Ryan, I'd throw the ball up to Julio every single red zone possession. The guy's an absolute monster. I gave him a C. The defense injuries. It happens. 
I mean, I just was moaning about the Vikings injuries, but they do happen. Uh, they won't make the playoffs. I'm not sure if uh, who's the OC. It's the he was at USC. Yeah, the UC. Um, oh, Sarkeesian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure he's the right guy for the job. I think they need to go out and find another young Sean McVay in the waiting and see what happens with that offense. I mean, also, do we think Dan Quinn's a bad coach? I don't. I think, I th- I think Dan coach. Quinn's a good coach, but I think the OC could be. Also, this yeah. is still a team that I would be afraid to play every given Sunday. Team puts up points with the best. I agree. Of it's one of those teams that I, it's not going to quit. It's not like they're going to try and tank the rest of the season. Yeah. You know, so I think this team probably finishes somewhere around seven and nine, eight and eight, and probably ruins somebody's playoff yeah. games. Honestly, I think they play Carolina like week sixteen or something. That could it's be like sixteen and eighteen. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not a game where they ruin their playoff chances, but maybe it's where they ruin home field for them. Some something like that. Something like I that. think something like that's going to come because you know the Falcons would love to do that too. You know they would love to do that. God, I hate the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we'll move on to Carolina. Carolina. Five and two, fourth in DVOA. I gave him an A. Cam looks really good. Uh, last few weeks, we've seen them open up the offense. Defense, only going to get better with Thomas Davis being back. Yeah, and Eric Reed. Uh, Eric Reed, the addition of Eric Reed, as he gets to assimilate into this uh, this defense here. I don't know. Take it away. Cam, Cam's looked the probably the second best uh, he's ever looked behind his MVP season. Honestly, what he's done with North Turner, that partnership has been really good. His completion percentage has skyrocketed, which is always his knock because he's kind of throwing these short passes to like McCaffrey and Funches and DJ Moore. Defense is still inconsistent. Like they gave up 31 to the Giants and only one because Graham Gano hit a 64-yard field goal. I think they gave up 37 to Atlanta. So the defense still kind of worries me. That's kind of why I'm worried about the Tampa Bay game this weekend. But honestly, five and two. B plus, they're they're on the road to the playoffs. I think. I gave the Panthers an A. I like what they're doing. I'll admit, I'm not sold on Cam Newton a hundred percent of the time, but the guy's hard to tackle in the red zone. It's a completely different beast when you have that guy. Um, North Turner's done a great job. He was the Vikings OC two years ago, and they started five and zero, and he left the team for a uh, unknown reason, and they finished eight and eight. Um, the defense does have some question marks. I'm not sure if Eric Reed's head is in the right spot. The guy needs to just play football and figure it out. Um, I do. Thomas Davis. I don't know if there's a better front eight in football. Yeah, the Panthers front. The Panthers front seven with Keekley Davis, Shaq Thompson, and then Julius Peppers, Kaylon Short, Dontari Poe, and Mario Addison. I think is might be the best in the league. Very good for sure. Also, a, a name to keep an eye on: Dante Jackson, second round pick. A corner out of LSU last year has two picks this year, like, and he's got the swagger that Josh Norman had. I mean, do you think Carolina is one of those teams where they can beat New Orleans to the finish line and get get this division from? Yeah, this is the thing about Carolina too: is what they do well. They play good defense and they run the football. That will travel. That will travel. I mean, they could go like they just went up to Philly a couple weeks ago, beat them. I don't think they would like in the playoffs. I don't think they go into New Orleans, and I don't think they win that, but. It's no pushover in the playoffs, that's for sure. It's a physical team that's going to show up every week. Carolina's definitely look good. New Orleans is on the top of this division. Yeah. Has looked flawless. 6-1. and one, Eighth in DVOA. I give him an A+. Drew Brees, front runner for MVP. I mean, does the defense even have to be good? Do we care? No, and they're number one in rush defense, which is why I'm picking them this weekend to take down the undefeated Rams. But Drew Brees, like you said, an MVP candidate. I looked it up yesterday. 77.4 completion percentage. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. 
ever. Drew Brees is like Drew Brees is probably the most accurate passer. Ever. You could put me on a football field, no defenders, and just have those hoops that you pat those rings and yeah. you try and pass through. <laughs> yeah. I still wouldn't hit seventy seven point four percent of my no. passes. And also, kind of sometimes the knock on the Saints is that they don't they're not always the same team away from the Superdome. Four and zero on the road this year. I did see that. I did see that. That's impressive for New Orleans. Uh, what does Drew Brees have to do to get his name in there with uh, Brady and Rodgers? The guy's unbelievable. I like the Saints a lot. They just beat my Minnesota Vikings on the road. Uh, Minnesota did shoot themselves in the foot. But the Saints, I think the Saints could go to the Super Bowl this year. They're, they're a legitimate threat in the NFC. After, uh, I mean, earlier this week, we were just, I was looking around, and the Saints' odds to win the Super Bowl right now are at plus 650. And after this conversation, I think I might go jump on that pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely, I think we're going to take uh, this week, we're going to watch that Rams game. If they beat the Rams, they though, won't the odds go the down? I think they beat the Rams. during the game. I think they beat the Rams. I think they beat the Rams, too. We might jump on that. Yeah. So look at that, stare at it for a little while, and then do it. Plus 650, you know, put down 10. 65 bucks in your pocket. Yeah, I like it. Uh, NFC West, bottom of the NFC West, San Francisco 49ers, 2-7, and seven, 30th in DVOA. I give them a B- minus because they know they have a coach. Jimmy G getting injured was very unfortunate. I really wanted to see him yeah. Shanahan yeah. for a full season, but they definitely have a coach. Pretty sure they have a quarterback. Yeah. This team in the future, I think I think the Niners-Rams is going to be the future of this division. I think it's going to be a lot of fun going forward. I haven't really thought about that before, but... Shanahan versus McVeigh, Jimmy G versus Goff. I cheated. I gave them an incomplete. I know, you, I know that's not really a grade, but how are you supposed to judge the 49er season without Jimmy G? I feel like that's just Shanahan. Yes, definitely the right coach and defense. They have some players, but the offense I think is still limited. Perimeter players aren't great. Marquise Goodwin is fine. George Kittle is pretty good. Pierre Garcon is fine, but I don't think they have a true like difference maker. On either side of the ball besides Jimmy G. I'd agree with that. And, of course, the head coach. Uh, I feel bad for the 49ers. I like what they're doing. I gave them a B. It's hard to win. They uh, Jimmy G, week one, they went into Minnesota and lost by, I want to say, eight or nine. They looked really good. I had high hopes for them then. Uh, injury bugs just torn them apart. Uh, they have the coach. They have the quarterback. I think the couple of the guys that they drafted out of Oregon on the D-line could be really good in a couple of years. Buckner and Armstead. Yeah, I think those guys are absolute animals. Uh, they have the kid from Alabama who can't seem to get in off the field issues all the time. Ruben Foster. Uh, look for uh, I think the 49ers and the Rams is going to be a hell of a battle in the next couple of years. I'm excited for the Niners to be good again. I am yeah. too. I am Especially too. with Shanahan. It's a likable team. Shanahan's a likable coach, too. And what he's done, I mean, he made RG3 the rookie of the year, made Matt Ryan the MVP, and made Matt Schaub a pro bowler. <laughs> That's a pretty good resume. Yeah, that is a pretty good resume. The real quarterback whisperer. Honestly, I mean, why, yeah. Why does Gruden get the title? Yeah, honestly. All right, Arizona 2-6, and six, 31st in DVA. I give him a C. I went C-. minus. Uh, David Johnson has been MIA all year. I don't even know what he's been doing. Josh Rosen, I think, is a quarterback of the future. However, the knock on him coming out of college was can he stay healthy? He's already been banged up at the NFL, which I think I don't – I'm not obviously not sounding the panic alarm yet, but I just think it's maybe a little bit cause of concern. But I, I think as long as he stay healthy, he's the right guy. C-. Uh, 
I don't know what the Cardinals are doing. They went out and signed Sam Bradford, and five minutes ago I just got the alert that they cut Sam Bradford. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not. I didn't. Breaking news yeah. on the phone. <laughs> Sam Bradford has been cut. <laughs> uh, David Johnson's on my fantasy team. He was a waste of money. Without dealing, my fantasy team sucks. Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on in Arizona. Really, it's it's a likable city. It's a great place to play. I think they could get some free agents. They have Josh Rosen. Rosen. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to compete with the 49ers and the Rams in the next five, six years. Yeah, I think their issue is they just signed. I'm blank on the name right now, but whoever was the Panthers defensive coordinator last year, I can't believe. Oh, Wilkes. Oh, oh yeah, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. I cannot believe I didn't know that. But Steve Wilkes, I think the the key in the NFL over these young quarterbacks is you got to get like a young, bright offensive of mind that can relate to these quarterbacks, that can help them, can like scheme up some easier throws for them to make before they really start developing. I think when you get like a defensive guy like this, I don't know if a that's guy the like best. Bruce Arians if he had stayed. A guy like Bruce Arians if he had stayed, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Arizona, I think it's one of those things that's probably going to be one of those teams in the next few years that probably it's going to be the bottom of the league. Yeah. Drafting with high draft picks, and then maybe we'll see. But right now, not a whole lot to see in Arizona. No. Uh, Seattle next up, 4-3, and three, sixth in DVOA, second in defense like we mentioned. I give him B plus. This team is overachieving. I want to be You're blessed. relative to my expectations anyways yeah. coming in. Uh, Devens has been a lot better. And then, you know, what are their playoff chances? Why I, not? I, I, why not? I, I also gave him a B plus. Like, we, like you said, low expectations coming in the year. Because I know we've talked and we're like, you know, who's that sixth NFC team? We've thought maybe we, the Bears. Not once have we mentioned we Seattle. And honestly, we should. I, I'm ex- I am really excited for this game they play against the LA Chargers this weekend. I think we'll learn a lot about both teams. Seahawks kind of going back to what they were really good at when they were winning, were making Super Bowls. They're running the football. They're playing good defense. Pete Carroll has done a great job this year. Honestly, if the... It's absolutely this weekend appointment viewing. Get multiple TVs out. Yeah. Put on Seattle Chargers. Honestly, we, that, might be the, that might be our move this weekend. I would be down to move my TV from my room out here. I, I think it's a must. I th- okay, sounds I like... <laughs> that, that's the lock of the week. We're going to have two TVs watching those games. Sounds like we're doing that. Um, I like what's going on in Seattle. I really do. Uh, I think it's has something to do with Jimmy Graham being traded. He gets traded. Seahawks are a little better. Goes two over to Green Bay. And now we got question marks there. Is Jimmy Graham, is he a head case? I don't know. But Seattle could easily sneak in that sixth wild card spot. And they could, they could give a team some trouble. They run the ball well, and they play solid defense. It's and remarkable. Other than the Rams, not the best division. I mean... Exactly. Yeah, they have to play, you know, the Niners and Cardinals at least once more time each. Maybe even one of them twice. I haven't looked at their I schedule. I the Vikings. And they did play. They played the Rams at home and looked really good. They did look they really good. The Rams Almost probably the best game. they've been played. Hardest, hardest game for the Rams, I think, so far this year. Russell Wilson, you always got a chance with him, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, what's crazy to me is how good that defense has been after losing everyone on top of Earl Thomas breaking his leg. Yeah, that's true. I remember the beginning of the season. Yeah, Earl Thomas flipping off the sideline. Yeah, now they have the second best know, defense four according and three. to UA. Honestly, maybe that, maybe that's part of it. He was. I think he was causing. I think he was a cancer there. I don't think he was quiet. No. But uh, it doesn't matter because Rams are going to steal this division. Eight and zero, second in DVOA, A plus a thousand times. Yeah. All I wrote is Super Bowl. That yeah. is this team's goal. You can't grade this team until we've seen them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I went A-plus also. I think Gurley right now is in second place for MVP behind Mahomes. He's probably going to set the touchdown record this year. Uh, defense, still not sold, but Tlaib is coming back. 
that pass rush, Aaron Donald, the defense should be fine. The offense I mean, Rams' nice. defense right now, 12th in DVOA. Still pretty good. I mean, I think we expected them probably to be top eight yeah, defense. Yeah. So they haven't fully performed, but I think they get there by the end of the year. Also, Cooper Cup is back this week. He's been out with a MCL sprain, I think, for like um, three or four weeks. Uh, my only question with the Rams is where do they find all this money? <laughs> I... I really like what the Rams are doing. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Goff is still a young quarterback in the playoffs. You know, you get him against the Cam Newton who's been there. Uh, there's a couple quarterbacks who have been there before that could give him some f- trouble, but the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Definitely the favorites right now. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But if they lose to New Orleans this weekend and don't have home field throughout the playoffs, I think that that could hurt be, him. That could hurt him, yeah. All right, well, those were our mid-season grades. I think that was a pretty long pod so far. That was, yeah, jeez. Yeah, we're not going to have anything else after this. Nope. That was, uh, that was long. We have a football game to go to today. We do, we do. It is game day. It is we got Oregon, UCLA. Chip Kelly's return to Eugene. I Chip wish Kelly's he was return. I wish he was staying. Is Herbert playing? I think so, but I saw an interesting uh, thing for a prop bet yesterday is if Dylan Mitchell doesn't play, who leads the Ducks in receptions? Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> All we know is it's not going to be Johnny Johnson. Oh, <laughs> He'll lead the God. team in drops. They, so anyways, they, they better win today. They, we've had a couple of losses in a row. Yeah, it's Maybe. been a tough last couple of weeks for uh, Duck fans out there. Justin Herbert, if you are just ever listening, ever, please stay please next stay. year. Please stay. Phil Knight will do whatever it takes. <laughs> Ask I will Bobo. be your personal assistant on campus. Ask Bobo all about it. Having a tough day in math. 243, I am here for you, Justin. <laughs> Don't you worry. That stats homework will disappear. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll wrap this thing up. We'll catch you guys next week. Don't uh, don't forget, uh, follow the Twitter. Follow Twitter at, at underscore, underscore Studio2209. Um, follow us on SoundCloud as well. That's where we're yes. posting everything. Hopefully next week we'll be on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah. Episode two coming to a close. That feels good. Make it more, make more regular. Good. Try to get two of these a week. Thank you again for Cousin Connor making the trip out here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. For, first ever guest. First guest. It was good. I like the, I like the guest format. I kind of do, too. I kind of do, too. We'll get, we'll get some more guests on here. We got some guys. All right. We'll get this up soon. Get the fuck out of here. Get the-